Friends, God is among us. Let us pray. Holder of our hearts, from the ravages of our world's warring, from the debris of our lives' consequences, you reclaim us as children of purpose and children of your abundant grace. You carry us securely inside your love until we are born again in your presence. We invite you today into those places in our lives that are filled with tension and unlevel ground. May your renewing light show us the path of grace and the grandeur of your presence that is your will for us to walk. Give us light to see your truth, and in so doing, bring us your peace. Amen. Good morning. The reading this morning is an interpretation of Psalm 19 um, from Psalms Now by Leslie Grant. Wherever I am, wherever I go, I can sense something of the power of God. The grandeur of the mountains, the vastness of the oceans, the breathtaking wonder of interstellar space, all this proclaims the glory and majesty of God. Even amid the clutter of our cities, built and abused by human hands, there are reflections of divine splendor. Heaven's silence or Earth's clamor may not be very articulate, yet God's voice can be heard. God is known throughout the world. God has made for humanity a path for us to walk in. In God's will, there is order and purpose. God has proclaimed and demonstrated eternal truth through the lips and lives of children. There are set before us precepts and principles which direct God's creatures in the way of peace and joy. God has given meaning to life, goals and objective to this existence. Therein is the answer to our human inner need, the fulfillment of our deepest longings. These things are more precious and of greater value than anything one could ever experience or even dare to imagine. This is the course which I must travel. It's not easy. I make so many mistakes. I'm plagued with faults and obsessions. Oh God, forbid that these should destroy me. Set me free from their tenacious hold on me. Encompass me with your love and grace that these things may not stand between you and me. Oh God, these are the thoughts that crowd my heart today. Accept them and respond to them and enable me to realize anew the security and serenity of your loving presence in my life. Where's the guitar? <laughs> oh God, may our hearts and our lives be aligned with your word of life, your care for peace, 
your blessing of the earth. Amen. Monday night, um, a group of us went down to attend the ordination at the American Academy of Jewish Studies, the Stephen Weiss Synagogue, the largest synagogue in the country, as I'm told. And it was an amazing, amazing event. It was as if the Shekinah of God was smoldering throughout the, the congregation and from time to time somebody, a rabbi would arouse and arise, break into song, and be swaying and dancing. And then I'm sure it was Tevya leading us on a dance over to, uh, to bring the Torah out of the Torah wall a Torah that uh, had been in Auschwitz with the, um, those who were there and turned and who turned to ashes, as well as other places. And this Torah was held by each of the candidates to be ordained, and uh, then they were given the blessing of the blessing that's so familiar to us, the Lord bless you and keep you. But it was uh, when the dean for the chaplaincy studies at the, there were 12 to be ordained as rabbis, one as cantor and three as chaplains. And uh, she stood up and, and uh, she caught my ear immediately when she said, we practice holy listening when we listen to the Shema. Now, we all know the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. And, but it's this business of listening, holy listening, H-O-L-Y. And the ordination that was for which we were there was to ordain Bell Michael. Uh, who told her story eloquently and simply her coming here six years ago without a word of English and um, being placed at Cal Lutheran as a rabbi, rabbinical student, having sought to find release from being refugees in Lebanon where they had been held because of war and they had come here seeking peace for themselves, her husband Gil and her two sons, I believe. And she's going to be among us. But this holy listening it caught my ear because some of you know that I have a, a leaning toward Benedictine life. And the, the first word from the rule of St. Benedict in shaping our lives is listen. Listen today. If you hear God's words, do not harden your hearts as they did at Meribah, but let your life be open to the stability, the nurture, the work, the prayer. So, it's along those lines that I want to reflect for a few minutes with you. Um, is it Jason? Who's upstairs? 
first slide. Um, hear it in this way. Today, if this transla translation of Psalm 19, which Stacy read so well, you and I hear something that touches our hearts and our minds and our souls, well, listen up. Today, if you hear God's voice coming at you through the poetry of Gerard Manley Hopkins, listen up. We were taught in this community by one of our senior rabbis, none other than Joseph Sittler, to, to read God's grandeur, seeing the subtlety of shining from shook foil, in this case, shining from Oil spilled, crashing in on the waves, that subtle kind of shining. And, and then to go to the subtlety, we're talking subtlety now, of the ooze of oil crushed from olives, not fracking, olives. Very subtle. Then to be confronted with the question, why, why don't we catch on? Why, why don't we recognize that God's power is at work here? Yet, we are called to lament. Next slide. The wear and tear. Well, let me just read the poem. Why am I trying to? The world is charged with the grandeur of God. It will flame out like shining from shook foil. It gathers to a greatness like the ooze of oil crushed. Why do men not wreck his rod? Well, Generations have trod, have trod, and all is seared with trade, bleared, smeared with, with toil, and wears man's smudge and shares man's smell. The soil is bare now, nor can foot feel being shod. Then the final slide is up. Nevertheless, and for all this nature is never spent, there lives the dearest freshness deep down things, and though the last lights off the black west went, O oh morning at the brown brink eastward springs, because the Holy Ghost over the bent world broods with warm breasts and with ah bright wings. Today, if this touches your heart somehow, carry it with you. Again, Joe Sittler taught us to celebrate the infinite variety of lives, lives lived to the glory of God, 
lives lived creating justice on the earth. We see that in his Kingfisher's Catch Fire. He had such a wonderful, and Joe Settler equaled him, I think, um, appreciation for the, this image of a, of a Kingfisher catching fire, Kingfisher bird. There used to be one living along the creek down there. I would see him almost every other year, every year. And when he'd fly in the sun, would hit his wings, just iridescent beauty. And the sound that comes from a tuck, what's a tuck string, Dan? Each tuck string tells one thing and the same. Thank you. Well, what a blessing to be in a community like this where we got different nuanced voices to bring to the, to the task, to the gift of living in such a world of subtlety. So I look out and I see some faces that I've known for close to 50 years. And it's uh, good to be able to read each mortal thing, each brother or sister does one thing and the same, deals out that being indoor, each one dwells, selves, goes itself, myself it speaks and spells, crying, what I do is me. For that I came. I've celebrated that in my own life many times, crying, what I do is me, for that I came. But then the poet, I say more, the just man, justice keeps all, keeps grace that keeps all his going graces, acts in God's eye what in God's eye he is, she is, Christ. For Christ plays in 10,000 places through the features of men's faces and lovely in eyes not his, but yours, yours. Our God is a mothering God who gives us birth day by day, unfolding becoming, giving off news of God, using our tweets. Someone at the ordination referred to the Torah as being God's tweet. <laughs> All things give off news of God. That's my message to you this morning. All things each thing does one thing in the same, deals out that being, indoors dwells, selves. Again, and in these latter days, Alice Walker calls us to keep the eyes of our hearts open 
to the unifying theme coming at us through immense diversity. Some of you will remember Tan Fan, who worked for years with Mike Adams. Perhaps you didn't know that Tan arrived in 1975 in the first wave of refugees. She worked in campus graphics, and she had on her computer a program that would, these um, chimes would ring every so often, calling her to mindfulness. How quaint in a mindless age to be awakened, called to awareness. Well, Tan is a follower of the Vietnamese Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh, or as he's known as Tay. And Tay has so much to teach us. And thank God we live in an age when we can be taught, we can be re received, we can receive differences. One of his books is called Living Buddha, Living Christ. A very intriguing title. But his main message is, when you wash the dishes, wash the dishes. In so doing, you are giving off news of God. <laughs> 